everybody, and welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Thursday. It's November 29th. It's almost the end of November, so get your November t-shirt contest reviews in. Five-star review. Say whatever you want to say. Make sure that it says the date November. If you have an October one, update it, because everyone that leaves a five-star review in the month of November is in a raffle to get a t-shirt one of a kind. I'm going to make it just for you. It's going to be special made for the winner. And you get it. John Boy and Jake radio t-shirt. That was a uh, tub thumping. Tub thumping with a little chumba wumba. Because Thursday is th- Thursday. Got to play drinking songs. You ever do any tub thumping? Is tub thumping a term? Or is they just name their band that? Tub thumping. Well, they're Chubbawamba. Yeah, the song's called Tub Thumping. They're Chumbawamba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's a tub thumper? I don't know, but I feel like I'm a tub thumper. I just Googled what is a tub thumper. Uh, Only the song comes up. There's an urban dictionary for it, though. Uh-oh. Oh, it's going out and singing and having fun. So the 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 song it's I don't know, it sounds like it's a it's yeah. It's nothing. Perfect. Then I am a tub thumper. Yeah. It's not our most political or best song, but it brought us back together. This song is about us as a class and as a band. The beauty of it was we had no idea how big it would be. This is a song that got ruined by commercials because Tub Thumping, it's actually a really good song. I think it's, which is why it got so big, but now people see it more as like a uh, a jingle or like a, sl- a slogan than an actual good song that someone wrote down and then made music to. I mean, what commercials was it a part of? I think they were just a one-hit wonder. Well, back in the 90s, this well, I, I lived in Australia at the time, but this was in a lot of commercials in Australia. Oh, I don't know if it was in the States. I think it was just, it was kind of one of those songs that, there's a couple songs every year that you just know they're a one-hit wonder. And when it was Chubba Wumbo was the band's name, everyone was like, okay. Like, like we we wish the best for you, but this is probably it. It spent three three consecutive weeks at number two, held off the top charts by Will Smith's Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, talk, talk about good music. When I lived in Australia, they used Australia's culture as a sounding board for the rest of the UK and America. So a lot right. of fat when I lived there, this predates like the Internet, really. It was, it was around, but it wasn't what it is now. A lot of the fashion and the music would come to Australia first and they test it. Like I remember them saying bell bottoms came and went like in Australia and then they got big in uh, the U.S. and shit like that. So they, we would get some. There was also the Spice Girls. And not the Spice Girls, but some other groups like that. It was kind of cool. I don't. I doubt it's like that anymore. Hey, I don't know if maybe people have looked back at this, and I'm 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 just living living my own life, living my best life. Is the '90s gonna look back at and be like that was really bad musically? Well, there's a great divide between pop and like good music, right? Where the '80s, it was all kind of pop music. Right. 80s was but the like diverse. the 80s is known as like the worst music time period. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I, right now I'm thinking 90s. I'm thinking you say <laughs> Men in Black and Chubbawumba were on the top of the charts for a while. And then you start thinking, you know, Britney, Christina, you start going boy bands and all that. I don't well, know. Yeah. But I think I think when you get to the 90s, you can't judge it by top of the charts because the best music isn't. The, that's when the divide came. When the internet came and stuff, it was like the top of the charts is no longer the best quality music. It's just the most poppy music. Popular. Yeah. Like right that- now. Yeah, but then you judge a time by its billboard. So that's an interesting question. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, a dog. I think the subsidiary groups that didn't get top charts, like there's really, really good acts from the 90s, but they weren't getting top 10 because they weren't putting out crappy shit. Melissa Joan Hart, Melissa Etheridge. Dixie Chicks. Sweet Melissa. Keep going. I, Sp- Spice Girl I, said... I don't know. I went down I went down a Melissa hole. Sp- Melissa Joan Hart. I think that was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I don't even think she sang. Of course she sang. Yeah? Teenager in Hollywood? They made her sing. She's got a song out there somewhere. Let's check it out. Uh, well, I think, I'm I think, on Sp- it. I think Spice Girls had two Melissas. 
Well, they had two Mel's. Maybe they were Mallor- Mallory. I would guess they were Melissa. I shared a train leaving Yankee Stadium one time with Melissa Joan Hart. So, Melissa Joan Hart songs. It comes right up. Yeah. Yeah, she has got a whole soundtrack for Teenage the Peanut <laughs> Teenage the Peanage Witch. That's what I just said. Teenage the Peanage Witch. Yeah. All right, more did new- you did you see there's a new Sabrina Netflix show? Yeah, Katie watched it. We talked about it on just talking a little bit. I didn't watch it. It just, looks just watched it. She tried to get me to watch it and I was like, I can't. No, no, this. no. It, it, you can't watch that. It looked yeah. purposely bad, which I don't get into. Like Yeah, that's that's a great point. They totally went for that cornball cheesy effect which i can't do right give me if you if you can't if you can't do quality then don't make it some people some shows lean on that well it's just a it's a teen soap opera it's gotta you know who cares and it's like well no make it make a good show give me fuel give me fire give me that which i desire speaking of give me fuel give me fire give us voicemails for friday 908-845-5792 908-845-5792 908-845-5792 here's the theme we just thought of it. The silliest thing you ever got legitimately, legitimately upset at. Like where you come to and you're like, oh my God, why did I care so much about that? Sports, trade, signing, win, loss, or non-sports. There's very many, many non-sports. Yeah, I, think, I think just going silliest thing you get mad at leaves the sports realm. Yeah. But we'll see. Whatever we'll see you what come the up people with. have. There's many times where you're, you're crying. And then you're like, why the fuck did I just get so upset about that? So are we going upset or sad? Whatever emotion. Okay, so the most emotion-invoking ridiculous thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the, biggest, the time your emotions swayed so much over something that shouldn't have swayed your emotions at all. Okay. Okay. You I'll watched that monkey rape that frog and almost cried. I would think that's kind of up there for you oh no i th- i think that's a completely normal reason that's you just you just said it was rape um i don't care you know animals humans whatever that monkey abused that frog i the thing that jumped out of my head is if i lose a remote like it's legitimately in three years the angriest my girlfriend has ever seen me <laughs> i have a good story about losing my phone once in front of a party maybe i've told that already I don't know. When you do a podcast, you forget what you've said and what you haven't said. You forget said. when you forget. And the people listening, they remember because, you know, it's like, shit, how much do I repeat myself? Anyway. Ship. Ship. Let's go into, you we good? We going to move on from Chumbawaba? I think so. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a vodka drink. He drinks a song to remind him of the good times. He drinks a song to remind him of the better times. I thought, Yeah. Big okay. big array, because then it's like that, and then it's a girl, oh, Donnie boy, and then just, I get knocked down. There's a lot of different vibes going on in one song. It's powerful. It's the 90s. I was at a party once. It was like a day drinking party at uh, Davis College in mm. California, and we were all drunk, and they played that song, and me and this girl were just like dancing on dance floor, and when they said, I got knocked down, she threw a fake punch, and I like took a fake charge, basically. Sure. And just threw myself onto the ground, and I immediately got back up. She knocked me out again. I'm sure it's been done over many countries. Oh. Common, very common dance move. But people were taken back. They were like, whoa, dude. Yeah. You have a day drink before? Listen to Chumbawamba? It's a must. Let's get into the sports. Try state news report. The Knicks lost to the 76ers, lost two games in a row, got to balance out the win somehow. Rutgers beat Miami. Go Rutgers, go Rutgers. Following the win, the head coach and known geography enthusiast Steve Pakeel said, hopefully this puts us on the map. I hope your wish gets granted, but I doubt it. The Yankees traded Ronald Torres to the Cubs for a player to be named later. What an awful name. <laughs> Yanks are also meeting with Pat Corbin today. I hope they sign him. The Giants, Janoris Jenkins uh, responded to quote saying they were worried the veterans were going to quit on the team over the final five games. He said, don't worry about Rabbit. Rabbit's here to play football. So now I'm officially worried about you, Rabbit. Stop talking about yourself in the third person and using your nickname. Don't worry about Rabbit. And a little inside baseball news. 
Got to brag about this a little bit, and this is the only place where I'm going to do it. CC Sabathia loves John Boy. You know our guy, John Boy. Yeah. Who, yeah, who, who does the Talking Yank podcast who, and does all the great oh, stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you, yeah, yeah, you love John Boy. And that's the Tri-State News. To Are, be fair, CeCe never said he loves you. Uh, Ryan Rugo said, yeah, you love John Boy, and CeCe didn't refute it. Yeah, that's well. That's like me saying, Jimmy, you love cats, and then I just kept the conversation moving. I like so Cece's off, Cece's off screen, just shaking his. You've head. never said, Jimmy, you love cats, and I haven't instantly said. Yeah, no. See, you're you're shaking your head. No, no, no. That's what Cece's doing on the no, side. No, 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 no. Yep. What happens is, what happens is, Ruko goes, "Our boy John Boy," and Cece doesn't know who that is, but he just right. plays along and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then Ruko could tell from CeCe's face that he didn't know who he was talking about. Then he said, right. the guy who hosts Talking Yanks. And then CeCe's like, oh, yeah, 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 I do actually know him. Yeah. That's what know I mean. him. Know of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I wouldn't say CeCe's in love with you. I didn't say that either. Ryan Ruko did. Yeah. You, you just said earlier that CeCe loves you. According to Ryan Ruko. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> As, as long as you make it the office Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan quote, then yeah. I'm fine with it. You know our guy, John Boy, yeah. who, yeah, who, who does the Talking Yank podcast who, and does all the great oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You yeah. know, you, yeah, yeah, you love John Boy. You know what? To be honest, I, I, don't, I, I don't like sharing that shit besides to you and my family. Sure. But uh, I try to think about Barstool, who I listen to Barstool Radio and Barstool Podcast like all the time. Right. And whenever a player shouted out them, they spread it throughout everyone to let everyone know, like, hey, this is cool. Look what happened. And I would right. get I would get happy for them. Like when Bob Kraft said it's this is a much bigger quote. He said Bob Kraft once said it's Brady, Belichick, Portnoy about Alprez. Right. And he used that as a soundbite forever. And I was sure. like, all right, I guess I'll I'll make this into a soundbite. And because and, not a lot of people listen to that podcast. And it's kind of cool. So whatever. I'm so uncomfortable with sharing things like that. But I thought on here, this is safe space, John Boy and Jake Radio. You look safe right now, and I'm happy for you. And I, I think uh, I'm, I'm damn proud of you every, every damn day I wake up. Nice. I'm so. proud of you wearing that turtleneck right now. I'd be. Yeah, I'd be, I went, you know, mo- I went monogram turtleneck today. Um, it really, with the hat on, it looks like there's so little of my face. It looks like I'm getting ready for green screen. It looks like you're a fill-in for a guy in the 10th row at an InSync concert in 1998. Come on. <laughs> with your headphones uh, dangling down, looks like you're wearing a chain in my screen. Yeah. And yeah, you just look really 90s out. I like it. It's not bad. but This is a power play. Oh, if it, you can rock an outfit like this confidently, you're the alpha male in the room. Uh, there's varying degrees. Sometimes, no, like hipsters, hipsters wear their dumb shit confidently all the time, and I'm always like, "Yo, you look like an idiot, and you smell terrible." But they're they're yeah, thinking I'm confident but they're, though. They're trying. This was me taking out the dog. Like, hey, don't worry about me and my dog pooping right now. And they're like, hey, no humans poop in the dog area. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no humans poop in the dog area. <laughs> um, so. I, had a, I had a, what's his name for my love you man? Sydney or whatever? Sydney Fife. Yeah, I, I had that moment yesterday or all day yesterday. Zimmer likes to go outside, but he's so old that I, he needs me like to go outside with him. If I open the door, he'll take three steps and he'll turn and look back like, you coming with me? Like, no, you're just going to piss or shit. Like, I don't want to go with you. Just go do it and come back. He's right. like, I got to go with him. So it's warm in the house. So I'm wearing mesh, mesh basketball shorts. And I had on a, like, a light hoodie. And I was like, I got to go outside. So I put on my jacket, my boots, m- mesh shorts, a nice winter jacket over a, hood sh- a sweatshirt. So I'm like Sydney with his Uggs and, and shorts. And then Zimmer decides he wants to go, like, out into the street. And like walk the sidewalk, and now I'm freezing. Look like an idiot. So I don't know why I told that. Okay, yeah. Uh, how about the sports then? No, sorry, I apologize. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing to talk about. There's like, 
We talked about the Yankee whoa, stuff. Whoa, whoa, We talked about the Don't Yankee stuff. Don't worry about Rabbit. Rabbit's here to play football. I like it and I hate it at the same time. I love it. It would suck if I was a diehard Giants fan and they had a chance to still compete this season. But with the current state of affairs, don't worry about Rabbit. Rabbit's here to play football. Dude, talking in the third person is the same exact thing as rocking a terrible outfit. If if you do it with confidence, everyone will make fun of you because it's just like an easy thing, like don't talk in the third person. But if you do it and you pull it off, you do sound somewhat smooth and confident, and people are like, damn. You, But you have like a three-strike limit. Yes. Like if you do it twice and they're like emphatic moments and like if Tom Brady was on the on the mic and you know they lose the Super Bowl and he goes up there and says don't worry about Tom Brady we're gonna be back next year you'd be like whoa Tom Brady's gonna be back next year but then you hear I'm trying to think there's a couple bad baseball players that have thought talked in the third person I'm trying to I'm blanking on names now like maybe Carl Everett I don't know but yeah, if if you if you cross that three threshold in your lifetime, I think that's when you're done. It's very w- weird to hear it with a nickname too. Yeah, that was that was cool. I like that part of it. Like he refers to himself as Rabbit. That's pretty funny. Like you don't refer to yourself as Flying Salami yet. Uh, that's not true. That's kind of that's how I've been signing things lately. Nice. So none of my legal documents count because I signed them f- the flying salami. If I was to call myself something out loud and it, it, me or I don't count, right. the most common thing I would say is fucking idiot. I think that's right. the most common thing I call myself when I vocalize it out loud. You fucking idiot. Yeah, for me, it's, I think it's, it's worse. It's the same first word, but it's, the second word is worse, and it's a word that's not as acceptable nowadays um yeah don't say it i'm I'm not gonna but yeah on the basketball court man i miss a couple shots dude tiger out of the cage so i try not to anymore okay cool anything else you want to talk about here there's nothing nick's lost are you happy they lost you think the Rutgers coach was talking about actually putting Rutgers on the map yeah he's like people don't know how to find a school it's been mayhem calling us up our GPS doesn't have Rutgers. Where do you guys live? Where is this gymnasium? Oh, my gymnasium? God. Imagine if Google did that. If, if like, Maps just hated Rutgers, so they just, like, took them off the map. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bus Buses couldn't find them. How Rut- do we get there? How do we get there? Coach, coach, how do we get to your school? We're trying to come play you. That's scary. You beat That my- just scared me. You beat Miami. You're like, hey. Google, can you put us back on the map? I just, I'm a little freaked out right now. The power of maps? Yeah. I mean, that had to happen to someone back when, like, map makers before the internet. You get a map and then of a town, and you're like, that's where, that's my street. You forgot to put my street on this map. Oh, yeah. That's happened before. Oh, totally. But I'm just saying, like, right now, think about... If if you had to go somewhere, if you had to drive to Rutgers right now, what would you do? I'd put it in. I'd put it in GPS. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's why he wants it. He wants them back on the map, dude. I don't know, man. I think he's talking in uh, what is was it Hi, hyperbole, hyper hyperloop. No, it would be like a metaphor. Yeah. Or it'd be a Kato- euphemism. Kato- it would be a euphemism. It'd be a euphemism. The mitochondria. Yeah. All right, let's just go to national storylines because the, the, everything else sucks. The Knicks lost, like Rutgers won. Why is that on there? <laughs> Good question. I put it on there. There's nothing else. On to the national news. The national news. We had a good college basketball slate last night. We had your Syracuse Orange get a nice victory over the Ohio State University. Um, And we had a couple other ranked college basketball games. James Francis, Michael O'Brien. Get it right or pay the price. 
What was that? Get it right or pay the price. Don't put a Francis in my name. Okay. Well, that's James Francis is James Widman, so I was talking about him. I was combining you two guys, and now you just disrupted my whole segment. You disrupted my whole day. Okay. Well, get, play, play the music again. Strike that, reverse it, restart. In men's college basketball last night, we had a nice little slate. Syracuse beats The Ohio State University 72-62. to We had a couple ranked matches. Purdue versus Florida State. Florida State wins on a buzzer beater, 73-72. Michigan takes down the University of North Carolina, MJ, 84-67. to That Michigan team's racking up a couple nice wins this year, Jim. In the NBA, we had a trade last night. Trade alert! Cavs trade Kyle Corver to the Jazz. White guy on the Jazz. Irony. Couple second round picks and uh, what was that guy's name? Alec Burks. Get out of here. Oakland A's reveal a new stadium. Looks pretty cool. Good pictures. Cool pictures. Cool drawing. Jim, one flaw. There's no batter's eye. They've got a hole back there and they have the sun going down in the background. Yeah, let's hit with the sun going down. I found the flaw, Oakland. Get out of here. That was the National Report. All right, so you talk about some basketball if you want. I don't care about any of those games. But I want to look at this batter's eyes now because this stadium does look cool. And here's what I was thinking. Whenever they propose new stadiums and they show you these pictures on Twitter, I've never seen a comparison. Like the Marlins, they did this. And then I've never seen the same view comparison shots from the the drawings to what it actually came out to be. And I need to see that comparison now. I feel like the only one that I, because I was actually thinking the same thing, but the only one that jumps out to me was when they made Houston. But I remember that being a big thing because they had the train in left field and they had a center field hill initially with a flag on the field, I believe, too. Uh, They've now taken care of that. Um, But, yeah, the Oakland rendering, because it looks cool, but there's, like, grass going up the sides of the stadium. Did I dream that? Yeah, it looks really cool. Have you found the uh, the like batter's eye angle yet? Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out that might face east, and then the sun setting won't be a problem. But look at the sun setting in that picture, Jim. Yeah, but yeah, it's true. Aha! No, it's setting behind them, it looks like. I don't think so, no, because the sun is, uh, the light is there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I think that that has to be like a very thought-out process in a baseball stadium. You'd like to think, Jim. But Oakland's got really cool views of the sky, of the hills and shit, and the old stadium used to have those views. And then uh, Davis built Mount Davis when the Raiders were good for four years right. and completely blocked the entire thing that made that stadium quaint and nice. Right. So this stadium looks awesome. And if they, Oakland deserves a stadium. Everyone's leaving them, so so the A's are going to stay. Warriors are going to San Francisco. Raiders are going to Vegas. Oakland, the A's are going to become the only team. They deserve a nice stadium because right now they have a pile of shit. And every fan has, like, battered wife syndrome with the Coliseum. It's not that bad. Who cares? It's just as good as other stadiums. Like, no, dude, go to other stadiums and then go to the Coliseum. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for them to get a new stadium. I mean, when is this supposed to happen? Did we have any any dates? Well, they're having so much trouble. I believe two thousand. I think in like next five years, twenty twenty three. Yeah, they're having so much trouble. They tried to buy up land on this college, but the college denied them, even though they were going to give the college enough money to get out of their entire debt. Sure. And the college was like, "Nope, we don't want it." But uh, that stadium looks cool. How about that? What's this Cavs trade do? Anything? Does I mean, does this make the Cavs or the Jazz any different than what they are? They're um, still both not going to win the championship, right? Yeah, probably not unless Donovan Mitchell becomes a, a stud stud. I don't know. Corver's like a valuable commodity because if you can get him open, he makes a three, and that's kind of what the NBA is. Um, I don't know. He hasn't been playing that great this year. It's 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 a story. It's a story. Okay, so 
the outfield faces south. So the sun is going to set. If you're a right-handed batter, it would be setting straight ahead, like in front of you. But the sure. concourse is going to block that. So the sun won't be coming down from the outfield. It's facing. Uh, Doesn't every stadium have a batter eye, though? Like, right now in that rendering, where are the pitches coming from? They're coming from, like, just the bay? Yeah, but I feel like that's the same for the Angels Stadium, right? I'm trying to picture it right now. Uh, that's, I guess that would that would be the question. Yeah, it's the same as how Anna, Anaheim has it. It's just like the skyline behind you. But don't they have they have a no, they have a green area of grass in center field that's like supposed to be the batter's eye. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe they just didn't put these into the drawing here. I mean, what are we doing then? Because <laughs> batter's eye batter's eye has to be a thing. Like you it, it, you have to have it. I'm saying. All right. I'll email them. So yeah, we'll uh may, maybe we're geniuses. Jim. You know what's funny? They've definitely gotten some emails from old men. Looks like oh, you yeah. forgot a batter's eye. And then there's they're, they're about to get 10 more e, uh, letters handwritten. Yeah, I think we do, Jim. I think we save Oakland. Rooted in, rooted in Oakland. Rooted in Oakland and New Jersey and Denver. Yeah. The town. Got anything else, National News? We got a lot, of, really, we man. Got a lot of questions. We got some weird news stories. Let's just, let's just call it a half. Do it. Halftime. Man, Wednesday during November, end of November, just there's just nothing going on. Like finding headlines and what was the stories? Nothing. I'm so glad that we do a, a show that's half sports, half not sports. Yeah. And I'm so glad that our listeners seem to enjoy that. It's been long November and there's reason to believe. Maybe next year will be better than the last. You're pretty deep there. Love you counting. You haven't heard that a lot, huh? I love counting crows. Good. They used, they used to be a classic Connecticut concert. Did you ever go to one there? No, I've never been to a counting crows concert. But I think classic Connecticut concert, I think Dave Matthews Band. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Dave Matthews, OAR, counting crows. That's, that's kind of it. I think those bands just made the East Coast circuit. <clears throat> well... Dave Matthews used to always kick off his tour mm. like in, in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. so OAR is super popular down south. I remember Sandestin, Florida, one year walking down along the beach, and everyone was just playing OAR. Like different. Oh yeah, they're bi- big Florida band. That's yes. where that's where the girl's from. She's she's a big fan of them. I remember so they're Red Rocks. Used to they used to call them Or, and then they came out and they were like, "Don't call us Or." Yeah, because we're of a revolution or OAR. All right, bro, <clears throat> AR. I, r- I really like bro AR. Do you got anything else for halftime? Do you have any hiccups or anything? Any behind what the you, scenes what info? What are you thinking of? What are you thinking about? What was that Zimmer story you told about going to the bathroom? Well, we were talking about how if you dress ridiculous with confidence, right. then like you can pull it off. And I was like, oh, I dressed ridiculous walking around town last night. And then as I was telling you, I realized, but I didn't have confidence. So that's why I didn't pull it off. Like I was walking around like, Zim, come on. I look ridiculous. So. I, there's everyone knew my lack of confidence in my ridiculousness. I definitely didn't pull it off. I had a nice moment with our, our mutual friend, uh, Jeff, Jeff Krause. Krause. Yesterday I went shopping at Trader Joe's and I went full, full slob. Like I was just going to grab the essentials. I was in hoodie and sweats. Someone taps me on the back and I'm like, Oh God, this is a bad sign. I look disgusting. Jeff Krause. Wearing an inside-out hoodie and green swishy pants. Like, nice. probably his De La Salle football pants or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, nice. <clears throat> so we both looked pretty homeless in Trader Joe's. And I don't know, we were having a good laugh because we both have girlfriends now. But, like, we, I don't know, like we used to go after the gym and we'd look like hot boys, go back to our place, cook a nice meal. And then we were just <laughs> making a lot of jokes like, whoa, back off, ladies. You, uh, you, so like, was, <clears throat> you like Trader Joe's? I do like Trader Joe's. <coughs> I'm not a fan. Why is th- well, you're a recipe guy, right? Yeah, Trader Joe's. Yeah, there's your problem. People think Trader Joe's is cheap because... Oh, it is. You just have to do it right. Yeah, but, you're, but it's not as cheap as buying ingredients and making something. Oh, yeah. If you want ingredients or a recipe or anything like that, you're out. But if you just want like chicken, eggs, burgers, vegetables, stuff like that, you're golden. 
Yeah. Not a fan of Trader Joe's. Yeah. The the girl hated it for a while. Um, she just came around, so we're we're really excited. Their produce section sucks. Whatever. Wow. They don't have like a lot of the produce I like. But yeah, Sorry it's for people you. that want meals like quickly, not on the go. So it's not they're not they're not trying to get my money. Yeah, it, it no. If you want to fu- get a full recipe and you got to get like a quarter ounce of paprika and crap like that, like no, you're out. I like that. Second half of the show, real news and some Twitter questions from friends. All right, real news, Jake. Here they are, real quick. We got four of them. One, two, three. Great news. New law allows pets to be buried next to their humans in cemeteries. A riddle-writing extortionist is terrorizing a New Hampshire animal sanctuary. A footy player is forced to contact his family in Spain to confirm that he's not dead after Ballybrack Football Club claimed he died in a car crash to get out of playing a game. And a massive cow is too big to be slaughtered. Take me where you want to take me, Jake. Take me to your best friend's house. Um, let's, let's bet lead off today. Let's... Uh, New law allowing pets to be buried next to the their humans. You you finally gotten this approved, Jim, and I'm happy for you. Yeah, there goes everyone's biggest how I would get away with murder plan. Bury the body six feet under, cover it up for three feet. Bury the dead dog three feet. The police come, they check. Just they start digging. They find the dog bones. So like, oh, there's just a dog plot. There's nothing underneath there. Now, oh, dogs and humans can be buried together. Now everyone knows. Wow. Never heard that before. Oh, yeah. A lot of murderers right now are weeping. Fuck. Damn. There goes my whole plan. That sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Are you? you would you, would you want to share a grave with Doodle? Sure. I mean, I, you know, in theory, I think his life expectancy is before mine, but maybe it's not. Yeah, I don't understand how this works, but I don't really care. Like, I don't really care to. But I don't I'll, know. It could be could be a nice, uh, nice old person thing if you if you didn't have a significant other or something. Why you know? was this not allowed? Like if my if my grandpa died, right, sure. and he had a dog, and a year later his dog died. Why am I not allowed to just do like, oh, can we put this in the same grave? I mean, cemeteries must have a lot of rules. You know, no visitors at night. Can't just be burying bodies all the time. No graffiti. Yeah. Yo, no, I was. No ice cream walks. I was perusing the internet as I do. Sure. And I came across this whole article about how people used to picnic cemeteries, which is I've right. been t- I've been telling forever. And then they had all these pictures of it. It was so cool. You love a good cemetery. I do. I love no walking. ifs ands or buts. Uh, I love a good cemetery. Yes. There's bad cemeteries. There's bad Which one? Out there. Yeah, the ones where they still got the bodies hanging out and stuff like that. Those are the worst. Meat market in Spain. Come on, guys. Put that dead body away. Tidy this up. You got a pile of dirt right next to it. <laughs> you just didn't cover it. This is lazy. Which one of these stories do you like, Jim? I'm I'm a little surprised. I get I guess these stories don't jump out to me as Jimmy stories, but I guess the footy player one does. Dude, the riddle-writing extortionist terrorizing a New Hampshire animal shelter? That is a, a classic story, and I, I think I can solve it. Tell me about it, yeah. Animals have been savagely killed. Two trucks were torched. The barn was set on fire. That's not great stuff. But uh, sure. a New Hampshire farm has been receiving multiple extortion letters in an attempt to collect dollars and has suffered thousands of dollars of damage to vehicles and a barn. So someone's trying to run a classic extortion racket on an animal sanctuary that's like, they like, <laughs> they're an educational rescue farm for kids, run by kids, offering eggs and other products, and someone is just terrorizing them. It's like, come on, man, choose a different target. I got to terrorize the animal shelter. This poor animal shelter keeps getting riddle emails like this. I saw your flag on your lawn and time almost gone. I know you're in. Just pay me now and you will win. 
It will be simple and fast. I left instructions under the glass on your grass from here to keep 50K on your ass. Like, what the fuck is this? We're an animal sanctuary. Who's doing this? And you're like, this is a joke. Someone's messing us. Boom. Next day, your car's total. Boom. Next day, one of your pets is killed. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So this is the biggest inside job. And the FBI knows that. Like, this right. isn't a guy who has no connections with this animal sanctuary. This is a guy who works at the sanctuary or is married to someone who works at the sanctuary. Because you, you want to see the reaction to your work. So this is the biggest inside job. I'll try to keep tabs, but someone that works at the animal sanctuary is abusing the animal sanctuary. Yeah, keep tabs on that. This is what happens when, uh, wh- what's that show that our, our buddy, his sister, used to make him watch? Pretty Little Liars. Yes. That's what's going on here. Oh, yeah. People want to ban Call of Duty in the shooting games. Ban Pretty Little Liars. What happens is you write a good extortion riddle, right? And it's fun, and then... You send it to the place, and they don't take it seriously. And you're an inside job, so you're watching them, and they're just laughing. Like, what? this is terrible poetry. Half those words don't even rhyme. And they're laughing, and then you're stewing like, oh, it was a joke, but you don't think my riddle's good? Now it's real. Bam. Kill cat. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of there, and I'm kind of with, uh, what if this person's skill is writing extortion letters? And now they just have to go through with them. Yeah. What a burden. Seriously, man. Tough. Being extorted must suck. Oh, yeah. man. Pay me or pay me to avoid damage. But if you don't pay me, I'm going to cause the damage. Like, what a fucking racket. This sucks. It's a bad time. That's why my grandpa, he owned a bar in the Bronx. Firefighters, policemen, they get eat for free and they eat right away. Yep. You're not going to run an extortion racket on the go-to place where the cops and firemen are. Amen, it's basically brother. extortion, though, because you got to pay for all their free meals for them to protect you. Same shit. It's reverse extortion. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk yeah. about this cow that's too big to be slaughtered? Can we talk about the big cow? I don't really care about him. Slaughter big him. cow. What do you mean he's too big to be slaughtered? He's he's too big to go to the slaughterhouse. So? Just... Like, like, literally. Or chop them in half, then throw them there. I don't know. Ooh, that's the news. If they wanted to kill and slaughter this cow, they could. So I don't understand the story. Can't cut. All right, this football player, he he moved to, to Ireland from Spain, and he played on this like the local football club for a while. Sure. Then he stopped playing, and he was still working in Ireland. And then the football club said they had to cancel a game because – one of their ex-players died in a tragic car crash, and everyone in the league just started sending, like, you know, RIP messages and posting his highlights and making memes and crying. And then he was like, well, I, I ain't dead. I don't even play for you guys anymore. What are you talking about? And now they're like, we have to get to the bottom of this. And, no one, and, and the football club that reported is like, we're so sorry. We don't know how this happened. It's like, what do you mean you don't know how it happened? You said it. Yeah, you guys just the the biggest problem here is you guys said a person was dead and they're not. Which you can't do that, Jim. Yeah. That's that's, like that's on a the lot number like number one list of things you can't do. This football club's doing a lot like what I do all the time where I say something and I'm like, "Oh, that would be terrible if I said that." Right. And then and then the audience like, "You did say it." Like, oh, it would be so bad if I did say that though. Yeah. And then they're like, "You did say. It. You said he was dead. He had to call his mom." Because it was news. Like, yeah. Rest, rest t- in peace, Fernando, from the team's Twitter account. I mean, that's tough. It'd be terrible if that came from us and that started with us. we got to figure out where this came from. Well, it came from you guys. No, you guys did this. Oh, yeah. and, and you guys have been extorting an animal farm in Maine. We're going to get to the bottom of <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of this is a great line. Like, say you're in a company, right? Sure. And, okay, The Office, the watermark scandal. Okay. You just constantly say, like, we got yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And then you don't have to apologize or admit ownership. Just get away. That's, Jim, I mean, I, I jump to the conspiracy theory a lot, but, hey, Ballybrack FC is in the news, and they normally wouldn't be in the news. And I think you're right. If they just do, like, 
if they just do a this was a prank or we're 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 st- this was a prank we're still looking to get to the bottom of it it's just swept under the rug and now everyone knows Ballybrack FC I think that's how you teach PR we're going to get to the bottom of this no we're at the bottom you guys tweeted it out and that's basically the bottom your your Twitter account tweets no we're going to look into it we're going to get to the bottom of this we'll get back to you you guys want the bottom of it it was you tweeting that a human was dead Who's not dead? We're at the surface. Okay. Next, we're doing uh, T Quad. Do a sound effect. No. That's that's been our T Quad sound effect. I you use that for some. I told you to make a make a noise after I made a joke, and you use that. So now I'm thrown off by the gong. No, the noise after the joke is the. Right. I mean, it should be. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm just talking to the gong guy right now. And then for something, for our history tidbit and talking Yanks, it was history tidbit. Oh, we've got your yeah. history tidbit. <laughs> yeah, still not ready for that. Go to the T-Quad. T-Quad. And it's actually T-Quads. Or T-Quads. We got a bunch of questions. Jake, what's your take on this romaine lettuce scare? In my opinion, in Dylan's opinion, it's stupid. I think like 13 people were affected by it in the U.S. You have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than getting E. coli. What's your What's your opinion? I mean, I haven't been affected by it. Do you eat romaine lettuce? No. the The only time that I was close was um, I got Chipotle and they had no more lettuce. So being a horse's ass, when I went to the to the line to order and they were like oh do you want a bowl or burrito i said bowl and they said okay what what do you want in it and i said could i just have it filled with romaine lettuce and the lady just gave me this horrified face like she had to break the news to me (laughs) that romaine lettuce was out and i was like no this was a joke and she didn't like that even more so that was that was a bad time besides that i don't care get 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 this out of here i'm not a romaine lettuce eater anyway so didn't affect my life. Yeah. I like the spinach or the mixed greens. Mm. But 13 people were affected. Did they die or did they get really sick? Because if 13 people died, then yeah. Don't let anyone eat romaine lettuce. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know all the effects of E. coli. I think it's pretty bad. Let's, uh, what was that, romaine lettuce? <laughs> Deaths? Let's see. The old romaine lettuce, 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 lettuce. Let us begin. It's been narrowed to six California counties, Jim. Oh, nice. What counties? Yeah, we got zero deaths. 16 hospitalizations, zero deaths. All right. They blew it up. The romaine lettuce manufacturers are pissed because they made a big deal out of nothing. You made a big stink out of nothing. We didn't show no lettuce. Yeah, probably pissed off the FDA, and here we are. Don't, you, know? you don't want to piss off the FDA. Oh, boy. Been there. Yeah. Which is the better signature song, Jake? Stairway to Heaven, Bohemian Rhapsody, or Comfortably Numb? Now, are you familiar with these tunes? Whose signature? Yeah. Uh, For their band. Oh, okay. That's that's why I I had no idea what this question was really about. Um, Probably Stairway to Heaven, right? I'm between Stairway to Heaven and Bohemian Rhapsody. Because okay. comfortably numb, I'm not a big Pink Floyd fan, but sure. I, when I think of Pink Floyd, I think of Wish You Were Here. Yeah. Not, not comfortably numb. We're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year. But anyway, here, Jake, I got some Stairway to Heaven for us. There's a feeling I get when I look to the west and my spirit is crying now, that song, that lyric right there, when sure. I moved away from Connecticut to California, sophomore year, in between sophomore and junior year of high school, my girlfriend from Connecticut, who you know, put yeah. that as her away message. Mm. There's a feeling I get when I look to the West and my spirit is aching for leaving. And she was talking about me. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, damn. Damn. I'm so cool. No. She's talking about the sun. Oh. Yeah. Son of Chris O'Brien, me. 
son of the gods. You, still you. Still me. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, though... Bohemian Rhapsody just had a movie name like the the movie was about the band and they named right. it after that one song. So that's pretty much that puts the nail in the coffin of that being their signature song. No, it is. It's two very unique words, and it's their and one of their big songs. Yeah, one of their biggest songs. Like Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't get confused with anything else. Where like what what's their number two? Like We Will Rock You. They have so many. Um, yeah, we are the champions. We are the champions. Uh, Fat bottom girls. My best friend. Another one bites the dust. I don't know what number two is for Queen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that might be Queen's problem there. I think Queen uh, might win it. Stairway to Heaven's pretty good though. Yeah. I'm, Stair- Stairway to Heaven got so good that people started to act like they don't like it. Actually, right. I don't like it that much. It's like no, you do. It just got overplayed. And everyone likes it now because it's that good that you're trying to be counterculture and be like, no, nah, it's not that good. Like, stairway. Great, Wayne, great Wayne wor- Wayne's World scene. Yeah. The second second highest Queen song is Don't Stop Me Now on Spotify. Don't stop me now. So I got to dance to that once. Ooh. Uh, when we talk about classic songs, though, Jake, I just had to play the opening to Baba sure. O'Reilly by The Who. Yeah. One of the best openings. I didn't even play the parts where he starts singing, which is also fantastic. But that opening riff, or whatever you call it musically, makes me think of like great big beginnings. I love that song. Nice. That song stirs up shit in me. It's the first time you know that's the history of that song. It was written for a uh, like a musical play they were gonna do. Like it was like a character-driven song, and then they never did the musical play about this farmer who's working his fields. And having these big dreams of like doing something else, and it was the first time I like that synthesizer was ever used. Nice. Do you like that song? Yeah, it's a good song. Right there, stirred up emotions. I think you were about to start singing, but you're you're a couple 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 lines early. Well, no, the singing ends after that whole bit I played. Out here in the fields, I work for my meals. Uh, I'm going to go that Bohemian Rhapsody is more a signature song for Queen than Stairway to Heaven is for Led Zeppelin. Nice. But obviously they're all, it's a very close race. And Comfortably Numb, that's not what I think of when I think of Pink Floyd, but I, I'm not as familiar with Pink Floyd stuff. They do too much music and not singing. And when the band's not singing, I don't care that much. I'm not, a, I'm not an instrumental guy. That's just what that's what you just talked about with Bob O'Reilly. There's like five songs. <laughs> There's five songs that can do do it for me without the instruments, without the singing. Other than that, I need the story, need the lyrics. Right. I'm a story guy. Uh, why are multiple ox called oxen, but multiple fox aren't called foxen? One of those, why is English such a dumb language? What are multiple fox called? Just fox? Foxes? Saw a couple fox out there. They're called foxes? I have no idea. It's weird. No idea. What is the plural of fox? The plural of fox is foxes, like boxes. Yeah. So look at that. Yeah, you could you could change that whole th- thing around. Why, why are fox... Multiple fox called foxes, but ox ox aren't called oxes. Yeah. English language. I think. Yeah, the English language. You ever heard the vixen scream from a fox? I think so. I don't know if now's the time. <laughs> we had this pit in our house and next to Katie's parents' house and our bedroom was right there. You saw the pit. Yep. And when the fox mating season would happen, 
Mm. A fox. It sounds like a little like one year old baby just screaming its lungs out. It's so scary. And they're just trying to fuck. Just, Amen. Just a fox out there looking for a partner. If I had a sound effect for it, I'd play it, but it's it's scary sound. All right, you choose another question. What do you got? Hmm. That's how about uh Ooh, this is a fun one. Top top three worst jobs you and Jake have had. From Ryan Thorpe. Mm, the Thorpedo. He guessed correctly how many M&Ms you would catch in your mouth and won a prize for it. How about that? You want to just do it long sleeve shirt, which you own. Which I own. Top three worst jobs we've ever had. Mm. I've never had that bad of a jobs like my my bad jobs aren't going to sound that bad to people i'm going to say one was just being a bagger at a grocery store when i was 15 and working carts which we've already talked about i would just go sleep in my car when i had to work carts right but there was elements of the job that were bad they weren't terrible though just like bagging groceries sucks working having to work the holidays sucks there was this old lady who would come in and she would drive around on her cart and you had to grab stuff off the shelf for her. But she was like so slow that it sure. sounds cool. Like, oh, this is going to fill up a lot of time. But she's so slow. It's so boring. That sucked. One time this old lady shit in the bathroom. And I was lowest mm-hmm. on a totem pole. So I had to go clean up all the human shit all over the bathroom. Yeah. It sucked. Um, no, that sounds like a bad time. Yeah. You said people weren't going to think that. <laughs> well, that was one time. That. that was one time. Right. And like, you know, the whole year of working there. But and it's a pretty common job. Like, I never had any, like, real shitty jobs. One time I worked at this company that makes um, uh, laser ha- personalized laser hair removers for women. Mm. Like, you just put it on your skin and it lasers off your hair. Sure. And they were having trouble, so they taught me how to test the, the lasers, and I would test them. But this is going to sound rude, but what sucked about it is I was stuck in this back room with a bunch of middle-aged women that were all from different countries in Asia. Mm. So they were all speaking different kinds of broken English to themselves, to each other. And it was kind of like, it's rude of me, but whatever. It was annoying. I'd rather them speak a different language and I could completely drown it out than to them here speaking broken English to themselves, not understand each other, have to like, describe what they're saying and stuff like that right and i'm just sitting there like oh boy they finally moved me to my own room so i was like awesome so i put i live i streamed mike and the mad dog Mm. and listened to that and then they put one other lady in there with me and she complained and said let's listen to music i was like fuck tough what's some bad jobs you had that's a tough break i don't know i mean i when i bust tables bust tables at red robin that was pretty brutal that was that was a walk-off i mean you got little kids you got families and it was literally it was a good workout i was it was just straight bucket mode like literally fill up the bucket go back so it's was, it was like four hours it was a back and bicep workout so i was kind of roped up but that was a walk-off because my one my one demand for four months was i'm not working new year's and they were like hey yo just come in to work a little bit on new year's and I was like, no, this was my one thing I've asked for six months. If you can't do that, I'm leaving. And then I left. And, dude, set, classic manager giving the, like, hey, I think you're going to want to rethink this one. And uh, if, if you want to come back in tomorrow, we can talk. And I was like, if you think that's the case right now, you're so dumb. I remember uh, when you came home. You were like, oh, I yeah. quit. We're like, really? It's time to celebrate the new year, baby. Uh, the the other, this is really good. I don't know if you remember this one, but I was looking for like marketing type jobs. So this was supposed to be marketing slash sales. It was for like a roofing siding company. And the biggest appeal for me was that they had a booth set up at uh, the New Britain Rock Cats games. So I was like, oh, this is going to be sweet. I'll set up my little booth at the Rock Cats game. I'll get to go to a bunch of the Rock Cats games. This is going to be a good time. So they were like, all right, this is your uh, your first test day is um, it's going to be at a Costco. So basically, I was supposed to be the guy at the end of Costco that when you're walking out, it's like, hey, do you have any roofing or siding needs? Um, 
So whatever. So we do this. My first day on the job was on a Friday morning, and it was after a tequila Thursday. You were with Matt. You were with someone, right? No. You're by yourself. At I thought the job. Yeah. I thought I thought someone else did this with you. No, no. Uh, this was just me. But um, yeah. So we we did a tequila Thursday, which was a. I don't know, we'd probably do it one Thursday a month in college. And, uh, you know, we'd just laugh because it was everyone's tequila story. We'd have, like, four tequila shots, and we'd be like, hey, this, this, is, not, this is not bad. Like, we, we got a good buzz going. We're, we're not even that messed up. And then instant blackout. It went from 7 to 8.30 to blackout. So I wake up feeling terrible, go to Costco, and it was, like, the first – it was within the first five days of the month, which Costco gets flooded with people that have food stamps <laughs> who didn't want to hear about my roofing and siding needs. And I'm so hungover, like literally sweating tequila. So that was a one and done for me. I, I retired after that. I told him, I was like, dude, this is not for me. Um, so, yeah, I guess that was a bad time. I put that on my bad job list. Nice. You never had to clean up any sewers? Clean up any sewers? Is that the question? Yeah, you ever clean up any sewers? Because that'd be a bad job. I mean, what? What is that a job? Because I don't even know what you're saying. You just have to go to the area where water goes in and just clean around it. You don't think there's any? There, you don't think there's people that service the sewers? I do, but you're the way you were saying it was clean around the su- the sewers, which isn't a thing. Clean in the sewers. I'm asking. If clean you- in the sewers, probably a thing. Cleaning, I said, do you ever have to clean the sewers? Oh, I thought you said cl- clean. Uh, I think you first you said clean around the sewers. No, that's not a thing. I didn't say that. Exactly. Uh, we got the tape on it. Um, yeah, man, that's probably not a blast. I think people would submit that. But we've never, neither of us have done that, so we can't but submit But neither it. of us have done that. Yeah. I had a job in high school where I had to set up a baseball field and then tear it down, like put the bases in, chalk the lines, rake it, and all that. And I sure. just have to drive there at 8 a.m., do it, come at 7 p.m. and take it down i never did it like i just i just i just forgot like all the time they're like what the fuck i sorry for some reason my brain can't remember to do this so brutal i'm out i chalked up a good field though that's cool because you feel feel like a little bit of an artist you're like oh look at that chalk line that was fucking beautiful look what you've created yeah, yeah no one cares a forum for children to play no one cares all right Got anything else? What are we watching tonight? UConn, does UConn play? The CCSU plays. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, what is today? Is today Thursday? It is. That's why we did drinking songs. Come on. Come nice, on. Nice, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Central Connecticut plays North Carolina A&T. Rangers play the Senators again. They just played the Senators. Why are we running that back? And uh, That's about it. New Orleans versus Dallas. That's Thursday night football. Um, that that could be kind of fun. People are starting to half believe in Dallas because they've won a couple games, even though they play in a terrible division. Um, you better watch your mouth. You better watch your mouth. Mouth, mouth. Jake's got a talking um, Huskies interview out today. We've got talking Yanks out yeah. today. I'm going to record Six Pack Cinema Christmas movies tonight. R2C2 talking about how much they love talking Yanks. Yeah. So that's affili- that's affiliated, I think. Dude, they were talking about who you would take in a brawl. Yeah. And Ruko goes, I'd take Posada. And Cece just responded with, oh, Sada fucked people up. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. And then Ruko's like, yeah, he's tough. And Cece says, and he wants to fight. <laughs> yeah. Which is why Yankee fans are endeared to Sato. He's a hothead. All right, that's about it. That ends the show today. Thank you very much for listening. Get your reviews in for the shirt. You got one more day to do it. We appreciate it. Everyone go out there. Have a great Friday, Thursday. And uh, hopefully you don't have uh, tub thumping stuck in your head, but maybe you will. Here you go.
Yeah.